Welcome to Tips and Sips, an excellent cigar experience. I am your host, Brandon Thompson, and these are my co-hosts, Howard Thompson and Monty Perry. How y'all doing today? What's happening, bro? Good, good, good. How was y'all's weeks? Yeah. Tragic. Right. This is horrible. <laughs> Tragic. Just, you know, trying to make it through. Okay. Rough week, rough week. So here at Tips and Sips, we talk cigars, alcohol, and it's um, an open forum. So what are y'all smoking? I'm smoking a, a Leva G. It's uh, like my favorite uh, go-to outside of any Padrones. Usually a Leva G's or Milano's, but yeah, a G today. I'm doing a um, New World by A.J. Fernandez. It's a full body, but it's not a Maduro. I don't like Maduros. I just do naturals. I do. It's got a little too much of a kick to it. I do do Maduros. I do do. I do do Maduros. I'm talking the LFD Chapter One. Everybody says it's it's very cool. That's your first time smoking it. It is. So Please see let how me it goes know tonight. And I'm and I'm drinking on some. Um, Mew cow. Is that how you say it? Macau. 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 It's a cognac. It's a cognac. It's pretty good. Yeah. Do you drink straight or? This, no. I'm chasing it with, with a Diet Coke. Oh, okay. I understand that. Mm. I'm drinking my tequila, 1800, Reposado. My favorite. My, and I do have my moonshine. Here we go. That's what it's all about. So, um, Howard, I'm going to start with you. You know, introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are. Um, I am Howard Thompson. I'm Brandon's uncle. Been smoking for a while. Probably about, wow, it's got to be at least 20 years. Well, you know what? Long Longer than that. Because uh, when I was in the military... You know, we would be sitting outside and it would be cold as hell and everybody smoking cigarettes and I tried it and couldn't stand it. Sergeant gave me a cigar. I was about 20 years old, so yes, over 30 years. And uh, <clears throat> been smoking them ever since. I smoke a lot more now than I have before. You know, I'm not doing every day, but you know, the days that I do smoke, I smoke two or three a day, but probably like three times a week sometimes more like if I hang out with y'all I might smoke one or two but yeah I smoke I smoke a probably three or four days a week you mom I smoke every day every day every day how many well I try to stay at two but on Friday Saturdays it gets up there what's the most you ever smoked in the day the most I ever smoked in a day was about ten Mm, ten. Started ten in the morning, smoking till like one that next morning. Now, what were you doing? Bullshit. You just at home chilling, sitting, smoking? sitting in the cigar shop, just talking shit, smoking and eating, lying. So as you're smoking, like when you smoke ten cigars, you like probably in like good conversation. You you know, put it out, light up another one. No, I keep smoking till mine's gone. I smoke. <laughs> I smoke it. Like I put a roach clip on the end of that bastard and smoke it. Well, it's a roach clip. Well, yeah, a roach it's clip. It's hard to breathe. 
Hell yeah, it's hard to breathe. <laughs> Shit, I'm fat. It is. It's, it's hard for me to breathe anyway. It's going to be hard for him to breathe when he get out that chair. What are you talking about? Well, the people can't see you. Oh, yeah. I'm six foot, 300 pounds, and chocolate. Oh, With a whole goodness. bunch of gray on my face. <laughs> right. I'm a former pimp. You know, Marines never say they're, they're retired or anything like that. They're always Marines. I'm always a pimp. Okay, okay, but uh, so so we can give him a visual. He is dark, and he does have the salt and pepper beard. So, if you ever ate a black jelly bean and dropped it on the ground, and it picked up a bunch of dirt from it, <laughs> that's what he looks like. <laughs> so ashy black. Right there, you go. Right ashy black. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm more like a, uh, a uh, beige. No, off. He's, he's eggshell white. Ice coffee. Yeah, ice coffee. I'm an ice coffee looking brother. Yeah, you know that mocha look. Well, you yeah, know. He ain't no mocha. Well, yeah. okay. When when the sun hits me, <laughs> if I got a tan. Yeah, yeah. When he gets when you he know, gets tan to it. Right now, I look hair. like a, a, a dark-skinned Italian. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't get dark. So, Howard, you smoking an O now, but... A G. A G? Yeah. What's your favorite stick? Padron. Any any Padron. But my absolute favorite Padron is the Family Reserves uh, 19... I mean, Family Reserves number 44. And that is an excellent stick, but that's like a $35 ticket right there. So, that's my celebratory stick. You know, my, my weekends is like usually 64s and any Padrones, but yeah. This is, I, I do like cheap ones though. I know y'all cigar snobs. I, I can smoke a $2 stick and, and enjoy it. I but, smoke a $2 stick. It ain't often, but I will smoke it. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> we do not judge. No, yeah. we do not judge. <laughs> what Monty does in his, in his own time. Right. <laughs> Completely fine with us. As I said before, he's not. We don't know if he is, but we do believe that he has glitter in his semen. So you can judge that all you want. Take it for what it is. It's allegedly in there. Right. So, Monty, what is your favorite stick? The Judge by my father. So, how do you choose a favorite stick? What, what makes it? Hell, after 35 years of smoking, you know what you like. Yeah, you smoke so many sticks, though. How well, do you say, this one is my favorite stick? How I keep coming that? back to it. After so long, you know, you like you said, it's like anything else, you know. I like a 72 deuce and a quarter. That's my favorite car. I didn't drive a lot of them, driven a lot of them, and owned a lot of them. This LFD is full as hell. I told but you. it's good. I told you, boy, it took, <laughs> it took me two days to smoke, eight hours to smoke that one. And I kept smoking it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't no pump. <laughs> I was smacking me. So when you smoke, do you do you pair yours like you just usually do moonshine? You don't you don't do anything other than moonshine. I do do, I do, do bacas, but I prefer moonshine over anything I drink. I'm not a big drinker anymore. Had a little health problem a year ago, so I I chose smoking instead of drinking. Oh, I understand that. But they say pairing a cigar with your drink is a, is essential. And, you know, sometimes I do, I love vodka, but um, 
they say doing that it can make the cigars bitter and as well as uh, Jen does the same thing so I like Jen Jen makes your cigar bitter yeah so I I like to pair mine with tequilas and you know and wines Mm. so what you pair yours with Brent I like cognacs Um, Cavassier I can't do that that's a out of my budget. <laughs> <laughs> Some milk cow is good. I like dark liquor. But your favorite is what is a like douce? Douce is my favorite. Is it? So we are coming to you from Pipes and Pleasure. What's the address again? 4244 East Main Street. At 4244 East Main Street. That is Ashley Young's uh, co-owner of hey, Pipes and Pleasures. <laughs> she ain't the co-owner. She, yeah, she, yes, the, she the mascot. <laughs> <laughs> Her mama owned this place. No, no, no. no. That's, just, nah, that's everybody. We all in on it. It's family affair. Family affair. Yes. I just have a company called Family Affair. There's a restaurant So, so Brandon, have you smoked all week? or? Oh, I smoked with you Wednesday, Tuesday, didn't in my garage. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The garage back open. The garage yeah. is back open. It was warm for like one day. Right. And then it went back then to the cold. Then it got cold. Yeah. Because yeah. I was sitting outside smoking when you hit me up, and then I came over that way. See that lighter, buddy? There I, you uh, go. I got a coat on yesterday. I usually smoke one a day. Uh, on the weekends, I I tend to smoke more. Friday nights, I might smoke three or four of them. So, is it like when you smoke, do you have to drink? No, or I don't have to drink. But I when like you to drink, drink, do you have to smoke? When I drink, I have to smoke. But when I smoke, I don't have to drink. Hmm. When I drive, I have to smoke. Now, when I drive long distances, because I, I drive for a living, I do have to smoke. But I smoke parodies. Yes, that's a great. Yes. That's a great everyday yes. smoke. Small handmade stick, uh, twenty minute smoke. Exactly. I smoke a, a robusto forty nine, and that's my driving stick. That's about two bucks, and I just I love it. You know that I, because I don't mind wasting it. You know, or like if I gotta put it out, relight it or whatever. You know, I don't mind that at all. Now, when you drive and smoke. Howard, we know you are not a... Multitasker. Yeah, multitasker. <laughs> At all. I knew where you were going. <laughs> How much ashes are on, on the driver's side of the uh, car? Oh, they're in the back seat. <laughs> they all over the car. You know? And don't and, nobody ride in the back of this car, y'all. Right. And as y'all know, I, I have smoking shirts and smoking pants because I burn everything. And... I think the worst I ever did was uh, when I was playing my Xbox, leaning back at home smoking and dropped the ass. Didn't even realize it till it burnt all the way through and burnt my belly. I was like, that's what I do, man. I got holes in everything, man. I I can't, I used to sit there and come in the shop. You know, everybody's in here, you know, on the weekends, like a first Friday, Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever. What is the... Uh, Night flight. Night, Night flight. flight, yeah. Come in here and have to be a little bit clean, want to dance and drink and burned up everything. So now I'm pretty much, I got a bunch of t-shirts that I wear now, sweatpants when I'm smoking. But the bad thing is, that's my smoking attire. I, I smoke four days a week, so everybody see me in sweatpants and t-shirts all the time. Because I just can't do it. You burned your stuff up? No, I do not. Well, I, I smoke a lot of short 
short fillers though, so that that's another. But I'm very careful. You know. Professional <laughs> smoker. Right. I have burnt a Stacy Adams dress shirt that pissed me off because it was an expensive shirt, and I burnt my uh, USA boxing jacket. Not that I'm a boxer or anything. Yeah, I was about to say, that really don't matter not, if you're burning because you didn't earn it. <laughs> I'm not a boxer, but I do have this USA uh, boxing jacket. It was so. a gift from a bunch of boxers. I wouldn't oh. tell you who it is, but I don't want to drop any names. Oh, you are a name dropper. Oh, my God. You are a name dropper. That's all right, though. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, different, I would say that... Uh, I do enjoy, but I, I sometimes I can't relax smoking because I do burn everything. But I do try to try to get to one spot where I don't have to really move because that's what I do. I, you know, I burn up there. I'm clumsy. I know I'm clumsy, so you know I do it like that. You guys have any cigar bloopers? <clears throat> <laughs> Didn't you burn your finger? Yes. Power. I was talking to my nephew. I was looking at him as I was lighting my cigar, not realizing that the lighter was on my thumb. And he was just watching me burn it. <laughs> and I didn't even feel it for a while. Yeah, a <laughs> and it's just while. I was like, it's not lighting. Oh, shit. That was my thumb. So, <laughs> yeah. So it was like that scene in uh, Soul Food when Big Mama burned her arm? Aww. No. I'm That's just sad, asking, man. Why? Why? You no, I'm asking. That's sad. Too right? soon. <laughs> too soon, mom. Too right. Soon. Right. <laughs> and she threw it because she was diabetic, and then died from diabetes. You bastard. Really? I'm kind of heartless sometimes, guys. <laughs> it's supposed to be Good Friday. It's supposed to be well. You know, it doesn't matter what day it is. I guess. Uh-oh. Every Friday is Good Friday for me. Is it? Yep. Because I don't have to work on Saturday. What do you do for a little month? I uh, transport dead people. How was that? Relaxing. They never complain about my driving. They don't complain about the cigar smoke. And I get to play whatever music I want without them complaining about it. Have you had, ever had any like bodies that move or like startled you when you first started? No. no. I had them move on me. And I've had them fart on me. And um, when you die, all your muscles will actually relax. So sometimes it'll be hours before they actually completely relax. I picked up this guy and bring him back to Columbus. And as soon as I put him on a gurney and tightened him down, the bastard farted on me and he had a smile on his face. And he farted about five times coming back to Columbus. But I couldn't smell it because I was smoking very hard. (laughs) Death breath. And death farts are the worst things you can smell. Really? Yeah. You used to do that, didn't you, Brent? I did. Really? I did very short term. But yeah. <laughs> but now I am an exterminator. So I just kill bugs and mice. Not just an exterminator. Are you like a snake still? Oh, yeah, and a snake. Yeah, yeah. And a fox. And a fox. Nah, I can't. A little bit of everything. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. I've been doing this uh, two and a half years now, and I love it. Love it. Not bad, not bad. And Howard, you're retired? Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. 
I am enjoying life. I got a, I had an illness, and uh, I guess I was living a stressful. I was working like 60 hours a week, but you know, ever since I was a kid, all my dad told me was to put 10% of no matter what you make. You know, if it gets hard, put five, two to 5%, but always put something to the side. So if you ever gotta take that break for a while, you won't have to worry about it. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, you know, I'll eventually get back in the workforce, but uh, I've been working on my health and enjoying life. That's how I get to spend these moments with y'all. Because if I had a job like I was doing and all the grinding I was doing, y'all would never see me. But it, it, it used to be all about the money, but now it's all about getting healthy, man. What they say, health as well. That's right. Right. So I'm trying to work that out and make what my my. I'm not supposed to smoke or drink, but you know. <laughs> you gotta have an outlet, huh? Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> so have you guys been in the shop at all th this week? Yes, I have. What was Monday? No, I didn't. I came in uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and today. I've been in three days this week. What was the craziest conversation you heard this week? Probably always crazy. When did you start? When did you start? <laughs> I didn't hear anything crazy this week. Because yesterday I slept the whole time I was in here. How many lies have you heard this week? Oh, oh, every day. Oh, man. Every day. I About think 20. the cigar lies is, is rougher than the uh, barbershop lies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There's always somebody in here that you swerving down the way they tell the story. They were Heisman Trophy winners. Oh. Or All-Americans and... Or whatever sport they play. Yeah. Then you got the one uppers. Yes. No matter what you did, they did something better than, better than you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got the people that stretch it for real. So is that a male competition thing? Because there aren't many females to impress in the cigar shop. I don't know. I just thought when you get a bunch of swinging dicks hanging around, <laughs> everybody talking shit anyway. <laughs> I get, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's probably ego, yeah, because I don't understand it. I don't get involved in those conversations. You know me. Like I used to sit in the corner by myself, put my headphones on, and enjoy the moment. I don't have to be in a cigar shop to top it up with people. I can come in here and just relax. So recently, what I've discovered that bothers me in the cigar shop, and I noticed it just last week. There's a speaker in the lounge. Okay, and it's basically first come, first serve. Whoever gets on it gets it. Right. But I feel like there's cigar etiquette. Okay, and you have to kind of gauge the room. Right. You can't just come in here and play whatever the hell you want. I mean, you can, but you got to also kind of look around and see if everybody's feeling it because you're not alone in here. Right, right, You right. have some characters that, that get a hold of the, of the speaker and they and they ruin it for me, you know? Right. Does that bother y'all? Do y'all get that too? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. There's a few people who, are, who I feel like should not be allowed to get the speaker. Yes, and I wish I could tell you one of them names. <laughs> Good God. But see, I'm not like y'all. Y'all y'all will kindly just sit there, either get on your phones or have a discussion and ignore it. I, I'm going to tell them to turn that shit off. Because <laughs> if it gets on my nerves, it gets on my nerves. So then what if they don't? DJ sucks. I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm going to just let them know that I don't appreciate their style of music at the moment. You know, because if you have... 20 dudes sitting there and you playing all love songs and right. just, you know, come on. Makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, and then sitting there <laughs> complaining about women while, you know, drinking and just start crying about, oh, I love her and she don't love me and I don't want to hear all that shit. 
I was in love. How many times you been in love in your whole life? I unconditional. Yeah. <laughs> Three times. Been in love four times my whole life. What One about was you? my cat. What? Oh, my oh cat, shit! My cat. Listen, I am a. I am a. I'm that dude who. I did not believe in relationships. <laughs> I used to be so dark with it. I used to say, you know, like marriage was for quitters, like saying that you could do no better, so I might as well marry her. I was dark like that. I was like, you know, like you, you had to like think of me all the time, even if I wasn't there. You, When you make a decision, you had to be like, well, what would he think if I did this? I was like that dude. But then I got a cat. And this cat didn't give a damn. All she wanted to do was eat, and she would ignore me. So I learned unconditional love from having a pet, from having a pet. What made you get a cat? She was homeless, and she kept coming to my house, and I kept, you know. Oh, she was doctor. Yeah, and then she turned around, and I gave her everything I had, fell in love with her, and what she do? She ran away. <laughs> fucking heartless, greedy bitch. Right. <laughs> True freaking heartbreak. No. Oh, I've been in love once, true love. Now, right, right. Well, I am in love, so yeah, that's it. I, I am married, you know. But you know, oftentimes when people say they're in love, they're not in love. They just love things about the person. But you know, true love is, you know, mm-hmm. sitting up there and like not complaining about somebody having toothpaste out. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I mean, like those. Those arguments are dumb to me. If you love somebody, you you know their weaknesses, or you know, you know, it's like all they gotta do is like go up behind, you know, you make each other better. You don't just mm-hmm. complain about little stupid stuff. So yeah, you've been in love four times. You, four you've times. never been married though, have you? Nope. Never so married. have you ever proposed? And we would just tell you no. What? what the? No, I've I've never proposed. Oh, so you're one of those failure to commit type brothers. Mm-mm. What? What? I don't understand it, Dan. I would have married any of the four of them, but we got to the point where, and I still love them dearly. One passed, the other three are still here. I got kids by two of them. Okay. That one I got them three by, I ain't gonna drop her name or nothing, but Lovey, oh, she gets on my nerves. But I love her to death. There's nothing I would not do for her. She raggedy as hell, boy. She she's them raggedy draws that you just can't throw away. Man, I you know up until I was in my thirties, like I say mid thirties, always dated people like that I knew I would never marry because I never wanted nothing like that. Never. I've been married one time, and that's like like the, I was miserable. You know, I used to wake up like, are you still fucking here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, can you go somewhere? Get a man. Get a, You know what I mean? Yeah. Do something. <laughs> I don't even care. Just just bounce, you know? like I, I wish you'd die. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that far. Was I? No, I wasn't that, that bad. But yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. Some, you know, and it's for some people and it's not. You know, and I, I believe it's not for me. Well, I have a question. So when when did you all, was it like, when did you know that you were in love? Like, was it a collection of moments that kind of like led you to that point or it was like an aha moment for you guys? Uh, I mean, I think we just went through a lot. Like, a lot of 
not a struggle, you know, and we did all that together, mm -hmm. and, and we're still good, you know. Yeah. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think it was that way with me, too. The one I got three kids by, raggedy-ass loving. Uh, that's not her real name either, but that's what I call her. She, uh, me and her have been together for off and on for, damn, 30 years, I guess. And um, we went through a whole lot. Very, both were, uh, both my parents, both her parents, my brothers. Yeah, we was always together, through up and down. When it's, uh, when I'm down and out, she got my back, and vice versa. But you spent <clears throat> Valentine's Day with me. <laughs> what's, what's that we're, all about? We're not judging here. <laughs> what's, what's that all about? I mean, you know, I don't understand that, but, you know, okay. I get it. I guess. So what about for you who's a non-lover? When was it for you that you... You know, uh, when I got... I, I got married because um, something had happened to her. And I was, like, worried. Like, I, she had got in an accident. Mm -hmm. And it was in Indiana. And I immediately... You know, when they're telling me, I'm, like, getting dressed. And we were just dating at the time. And I was worried to death about her. And I never felt like that. You know what I mean? So I was like, man, this might be it. You were in Columbus when the accident happened? I was in Columbus. And I went, I mean, it. she was uh, near Indianapolis. And I was there. And actually. I remember because I, you drove, I me, drove you. Yeah, yeah. We, I drove my car to the border with my nephew. And he, he drove my car back. I met her dad at the border of Ohio, Indiana. He picked me up and I went and bought your boo home, huh? Got her, yeah, brought her back. And then, you know, thought I was a thought I was in love. And then you know what? I should have left her ass in the end. Black love. Black love. You know how that is. <laughs> what about you, Ashley? Um, am I in love or have I been in love? Have you ever been in love? Um Your mom's listening too. No, I haven't never been in love. Um, I w would say I was in what I thought was love at, at one point in time, right. but I don't think, I mean, I'm still pretty young, so. Um, How old are you? 29. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I've I been, <laughs> been in, um, you know, relationships, um, long-term relationships before. Um, but from what I know of now as a 29-year-old, you know what I'm saying, versus when I was 23 dating, love is a totally different concept to me. Right. Um, so I can say now with confidence, I don't think that I was in love at those times. Um, and I think it's going to be, like, it's going to take a lot for me to, you know, go to be there in that right. space. But, I mean, I'm open to it. I'm what not, would you know, it like, take? Um, that's a good question. What would it take? No, that is a, yeah. that's a great question. That's very valid. Um so. <laughs> um, I think that it would take um, some some consistency. I don't know. Dating at, at this age generation and, you know, where we're at, it's, it's hard. Um, it's very, very hard. And it's you, you have this thing called the fly-out culture. So what? what? Fly-out culture. So it's when guys fly women out and oh. pretty much, you know, 
they're, yep. they're coming. They know that it's a sealed Find deal that they're probably going to sleep together and send her on her way back home, and that's about it. You know what I mean? And 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 yes. women like that lifestyle now. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can have that kind of life. If I dated yes. somebody now, I, w- I would love for them to be out of town. I don't want to see you every day. Well, well see, that's the thing. It's not. Monday. It's not. <laughs> if, if you were, if you guys are exclusive, okay. But see, what they're doing is, is they're finding, they're using that culture as a way to not be, you know what I mean, monogamous, really, because I can fly a girl in Tuesday, you know what I mean? There's right. one that can come in Friday. You really can't say nothing because you live states away, you know what I mean? And and women are cool with, and I'm not saying all women, but a lot of women, um, flued out is the term, um, are cool with, you know, that kind of situationship because they can go back home to whatever they're doing too. So you need consistency before you commit your heart. Oh, absolutely. I need, yeah. <laughs> I need consistency. Oh, sorry. You gotta that, meet uh, my dad. That you gotta second, be able to... <laughs> hold on, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. That's, that, that second female voice you hear is LaShawn. <laughs> Very good friend of ours. Yes. Acts like she don't want to be in the yeah. podcast. But she comments. keeps talking. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Comment all day. And we met her through smoking cigars. Mm-hmm. What up, what up, what up? And she's fine, too, y'all. Oh. Great conversation. She asked us some good questions. Um, but, yeah, so a lot of people are, like, cool with that. Whereas, like, I'm more traditional. I'm more of you still got to meet my parents. You know what I'm saying? They, you still got to get their opinions and all that. And you got to be able to take jokes from my dad because... He's going, he's going to go there, no matter who you are. When you walk through that door, he's going to have something to say. So I think love is real at any age, though. Mm-hmm. So even when you were 23 and you had love, I think that was real. Yeah. And I think what you felt when you went to pick up that sister in Indianapolis, so wherever that was, that was real. But you know, I I don't know. But I, I mean I understand what you're saying because at that point I, I gave the best of what I had, mm-hmm. but I'm a different version of who I was. But that's then. what it's about. It's about being present and right. giving the best that you have at that time. Right. So what does it right. take now for you to be in love? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even consider it or I don't even think about it, you mm-hmm. know. Like, really? I, I have no idea. Maybe she paid my student loans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's be but that's, real. that's I, a legitimate... I have no idea. I, I Really, I really do not... You know, a lot of people say that, you know, uh, they ask, you know, don't you get lonely sometimes? I love being by myself. You know, I've, I've dated constantly since I was 15 years old. I've always had a girlfriend up until I was 45, you know, and it's like, you know, when once I got married, you know, I mean, it's like I've always been with somebody. This is the first time I've actually been by myself since I was a teenager. And it is absolutely lovely that I don't have to report to anybody or ask, can I do this? Or, you know, it's like I've I've never just been, you know, by myself. And But, you know, I have, um, I take care of my mother and that's a lot of responsibility, you know. So it's like, I don't know if I can give you my full attention because she needs, you know, somebody to help her do because she can't drive and things of that nature. So she needs that. So, so you need a woman that's on board with helping with. But it's so funny that you say that because, like, when you meet a woman who have kids, they automatically say you gotta accept my kids because 
my kids come first, I'm gonna do this, this, and that. But then I let them know, you know, I take care of my mom and my mom come first. The first thing they wanna call me is a mama's boy or okay. because yeah, because we, we live together, they like it's not if a woman takes care of their mom, oh their mom lives with her and she's taking care of the mom, but a man takes care of the woman. Now all of a sudden he, live he lives with his mom, with his mom. Yeah. right? Yeah. Right. So it's like you know, if that's how you feel, I get it. That ain't the one in. Yeah. But the question is, what would it take for you to feel that love connection? Because love is powerful. There's no thing greater than love. I, you know what? It would it, it would hit me like lightning because I I have no plan. I have no, you know, I I don't even have the. Uh, like a, a game plan to get it, to seek it, to okay. anything like what that. What about so. you, Monty? I have no idea. <laughs> what's your name again? Monty. On this podcast? Monty. Yeah. What's your love? What's your... I have no... I'm being honest with you. I have no idea. But I can promise you this. If I'm with a girl... A woman. Well, well if I'm with a woman, and uh, I can promise her this. If we have a good time, we're going to laugh, we're going to eat. So you want a friend? You no. want somebody that can be a friend to you first. That's every, what it sounds like. Every woman be I've been, friend, yeah, every woman yeah. I've had a relationship with was my friend first. As fine as I am, I just can't give my body You're to anybody. Use a fine chocolate mother. Y'all hear that, right? That's LaShawn. Yeah. She been drinking. And she got she got good taste. She been drinking. She I'm on her second bottle. It's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a statement here. We call it Howard. What's bothering you? Yes. Oh. It's so my how favorite are, part of the podcast. What is, what is bothering you? Oh, man. It's your rent. <laughs> Let's see. You know what? Like I said, I had a rough week. And a lot of things been, you know, I I write down my thoughts. I've been writing down my thoughts since I was, you know, a teenager. You know, and it's not a diary. But if you look around, I got papers and thoughts. And, you know, oftentimes I just wake up with stuff on my mind or even on my heart. But uh, yeah, this week's been a rough week, and you know I had a I had a loss this week. So this week, yes, yeah, so I've been kind of going through it. So uh, you know, I would just want to say, you know, have you ever had something that you or someone that you you loved and you and you lost? You know, I had a real rough one dealing with this this week. Some would say a melancholy moment. You know, it was a special relationship that spanned more than thirty years. You know, I see mom looking confused. Melancholy means sad. Okay? <laughs> I knew what that meant. Public school education has failed this man. You know? It has. Look, been. hey, and that no child left behind, that's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But we didn't anyway. Have, we didn't have that in our day. Me and my bestie have been through a lot, you know, some good, some bad, you know, even some great times. I remember the first day I met her. I just broke up with this girl I was dating at the time, and it was a rough breakup. I met my friend that night, actually that same night. You know, we, we laughed all night, even shed some tears, and she immediately became my best friend, one of my best friends. And I could call her whenever I had a problem or just wanted to talk or even celebrate some things. She was always there. And hell, she would even call me at different times also. I always felt sad if she called and I was busy and couldn't spend time with her, but always found a way to have a moment and she would always forgive me for that. 
And, you know, although we never really truly dated, some people was jealous of our relationship. They said we got together too much, spent too much time together. Must admit, I did hang out with her at the clubs a lot, you know, but she was fun and she could always get me out on the dance floor, you know, do some things like that. Anyway, I just wanted to take this time to reflect and say goodbye to my bestie for Rest more than peace. three decades. Rest in peace. So my bestie, I want to say goodbye. Goodbye, vodka. I quit drinking vodka. See you later. I will miss you dearly. <laughs> my palate has changed. You know, it finally changed, and it's tequila and wine. Tequila. And it's sad to say bye to my bestie, Vodka. Loved it so. And Vodka, you will be missed, you know, as well as, you know, by, by me and a lot of ugly women in Ohio. Oh, shit. Central Ohio. <laughs> okay, I can say that because. So that's why y'all together. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Without, without that Vodka, they don't stand no chance of being that secret ongoing hookup. Or that late night rendezvous, you know, with the shameful early morning exits, because Vodka allowed me to do that. So I say again, rest in peace, Vodka. Wait a minute. And let's raise our glass for Vodka. This ain't no real person. No, it's Vodka. <laughs> it's All the crazy times we had together, Vodka was my one true love. I loved her dearly. Hey, and I loved her unconditionally. Hey, host. <laughs> What's your rent? I think, I think all y'all got a rent deep down inside. What's your rent? Well, my question is now, hold on, I'm not done. All right. We all know I love vodka. I mean, yes. love, love vodka. I love the it. taste. <laughs> I love everything about it, but it doesn't enhance my cigar experience. Oh, so I am breaking up dry. with vodka, and I'm going with the, the, the tequila and the wine because I'm Hello. starting to smoke a lot more. And now I can I can bring out that smoke. So my question to y'all is, do you have a favorite vodka moment that I had with y'all? Mm. You know, I mean I know that Ashley, she absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Only when I drink vodka, <laughs> you know. A I just, that's it. You know, I just I love vodka. He, he looks sober as soon as he walk in, y'all. First person you come to. Ashley is beautiful, y'all. She's all right. She is beautiful. What were you drinking at my wedding? Everything. Everything. It was vodka. Whatever they put on that table in front of us. That was my vodka moment because you danced so much. The vodka got me going. Yeah, I've never seen you dance that much. The vodka got me going. I thought we were in our 20s again. No, no, no. My vodka moment is at my bachelor party. On the pedal wagon. Speak on it. <laughs> we was feeling so good. Right. And it wasn't anything you did. It was just that we were so drunk. We was just stumbling everywhere. <laughs> it was just the right. best time ever, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that was my moment. It was just like eight hours of just fun. I remember my vodka moment with you is when I first introduced you to vodka. Mm -hmm. It was your 21st birthday. <laughs> I took him to every strip club in Columbus. And we was doing vodka all night. So we get to our last strip club, and Brandon opens the door and falls out the car. <laughs> and we're like trying to put, because he's like halfway underneath the car. <laughs> so we finally get him up and sit him up on stage and, and told him that that was my nephew's birthday. 
and we kicked it so hard on your 21st birthday. Yeah, the girls tied me to the pole. Oh, yeah. And just slid down the pole into my head and everything. Oh, it, was, it was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. It was at Rachel's. It was at Rachel's. It was at Crabs on your head, too. Oh, crabs all over my head. Yeah, yeah. Scratched my head for a week. But it was lovely. It was lovely, yeah. That ain't dandruff. Yeah, that ain't dandruff at all. So dandruff is moving. Do you have a vodka moment that I had that was with you? Yes, I do. We were at a cigar bar in Columbus here. And me, you, and Brandon. And uh, we were extremely drunk. We had been there for a couple hours. And we were leaving out. And we was talking to every girl that walked by. And this girl walked by. <laughs> All right, I remember. I don't that. remember what the hell you said to her. Don't look at me. The <laughs> white, <laughs> I mean, Howard was so drunk, he had his hands on my shoulders because he couldn't stand up and we had to up. walk. It seemed like we walked about five miles that day. I remember too. that day. Man. And I, all I said was hi to her, and she gave me the horrible look. Oh, and that was the funniest thing. All I said, said was, my dad's age. Yeah, 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 she was you're like, my dad's age. You're my dad. And you know what? Remember what I told her? What'd you tell her? Fuck your titties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. That's right. Your titties. I remember that day. We do not discriminate against any titties. <laughs> no. We, we like love all sizes. the same. Oh, man. We love okay. titties. So I remember that. And then, okay. And then uh, on your on your wedding day, that was yeah. I did drink a lot that yeah. day, and Cause he was I remember. <laughs> yes, he I remember. Was. I went home. I guess. Oh yeah. Okay, so I shouldn't have drove, sure but enough, I drove, sure and I wake up the next day. You mean you caught an Uber? No, no he, I he drove. drove. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. So I woke up, and my car was gangster parked in the garage, <laughs> and I call up mine. Why in the fuck did you park my car? Why you park like my car this? Like this? Yeah. He had to tell me, Negro, you drove. Yeah. I didn't know. He drove. It was me that. Home. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That was my vodka moment with him. I but, remember that day. But, but yeah. Brandon's wedding was off the chain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every time somebody put a drink on that table in front of Dwight and myself, I don't know who tried to get it first, him or me. Waste not one night. We drank everything. Waste not one night. And his mom was there, and she didn't drink, but you'd have swerved down. She was drunk, too. Oh, yeah. We had, we had a ball on that We had a ball. My feet hurt for and, about uh, a month after that. At my that. wedding, the owner, the owners of... Uh, Pipes and Pleasures were, were also there, and I was so happy that they came and, uh, and uh, showed love. Iris Young and Andre Young, and we had a great time. And I was so happy that they, they came. That was a memorable day. Yes, it was. But I will I will continue to drink vodka <laughs> on, on occasions, but it's not... Not gonna be You'll go with my cigars yeah. and anything like that. So, it's like a, I said, it's a it's a sad moment for me because I've had a special relationship. You know, you thirty years, thirty plus. You go years. back every once in a while. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've had uh, I've had people come up to me talking about 
how we kicked in and blah blah this and I have no idea who you are. <laughs> the hell away from me. I've lost jewelry. I've lost, you know what I mean? It's like we just me and Vodka have enjoyed our time together. <laughs> and I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. Because I don't really think anybody can out drink me anyway, but I really don't. But I'm okay, good. I ain't gonna call you Remember up? the day you came in and you bought a whole bottle of vodka and the challenge was, I was like, why'd you bring it to close in an hour? And I said, you know what? I'm going to have this going in an hour. Remember that day? No. Okay. Well. I don't believe you. Next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's it for me. You was on way. Well, uh, thanks for listening. You can follow us at a at a tips and sips underscore tips and sips underscore podcast underscore on, uh, podcast Instagram. at Instagram. As Lashawn keeps interrupting me, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same and, person uh, don't right. want to be on. We're <laughs> right. coming to you live from uh, Pipes and Pleasures. Yeah. Follow us every week. Have a good night. Good night.